If you're the kind of dad who listens to podcasts that are hosted by two dads, who interview other dads about what it's like to be a dad, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad, wherever dad may be, whatever dad may do. Welcome to episode number 10, season number 10, our series finale. It's called Dad Takes a Bow. We're not kidding. We're not joking. You're not punked. This is not a prank. What you've heard the last three episodes, yes, it's true. This is our final episode as a series. But hey, we're going to go out in grand style uh, how we started how, is how we're ending. We're going to have Chris Diaz, the original guest of Bad to the Dad, here on our season finale, our series finale, and we're thrilled to have him. But hey, my name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great pleasure and privilege to introduce my good friend and podcasting partner, my ride or dad, Ooh. Coach Randy. Adam D. In the place to be. It's Adam D. here. That's right. We're back in the den. Adam.D.here, <laughs> if you're following me on Instagram. Absolutely. Adam.D.here. That's it. Adam D. here. You are here. And look how much you've become the last few years. You're like this big, famous comedian. You're like, uh, uh, you know. When someone, when someone says, hey, are you a comedian? You're like, well, yeah, I kind of am. Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I, I do shows. I've been, yes. known, I've been known to entertain actually, people you're, with humor and you're jokes. You're producing. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're comedian. It's fun. And all of that really evolved huh? as I was co-producing the I show know. with you. It's and I have to really thank Bad to the Dad for being a big part of how I was able that's to it, springboard got Adam myself. D here. That's right. Adam D here, because that's kind of just, that just kind of happened. It rolled off the tongue, and that became my, my moniker. It became Adam my D. brand. That is, you know, and yeah. this is now and forever will be the den. So if we ever want to go into the adult uh, video business, we come and do our recording into the den. <laughs> can, <laughs> we'll we, a, can we use VHS? <laughs> we can use the VHF goals, maybe DVD. You know, and we can go insta-live. You know, we got the the swinging chair, the pole. We'll put it all in. We'll have a lot of fun. Wow, you've really thought this through. I as got a, a couch, a strobe as, light. As a second act. <laughs> I Believe me, uh, listeners, I haven't thought about any of that the way Randy is describing it. I have other goals. Uh, clearly, we now know why Coach Randy wanted to call this thing quits. Well, we had contract disputes. You wanted yeah. to go one direction. <laughs> I wanted to go well, in another. which direction you're going in. I'm going up. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, but Coach, uh, well, what a what a glorious uh, five years, and we'll reminisce, we'll reminisce along the way. And like I mentioned, we've got Chris Diaz, who's one of our favorite guests. I think he's probably the guest who's been on the most, being a member of the. He Dead deserves Games. a jacket, you know how like the. Uh, well, the I already host... gave him a winter hat. Oh well, that's right. We gave him a winter hat. But you know how yeah. they can uh, Saturday Night Live they have the persons who you know who's hosted four or five yeah. times. They get the five year jacket. Uh, so I, I, it's good to give him the hat today. He's he deserves the hat. You I know should he, get it. The other dad geeks need, yeah. need hats. Uh, do we have? I, I'm a lot of my hats. Yeah, I give I'm it trying to, to get rid of them. At yeah, this are point. you? Yeah, no, yeah. I've got uh, well. a couple of uh, Michaela's friends uh, uh -huh. are like big bad dad. When I she, she just went to a prom, uh, and when I got there, one of our biggest fans, uh, Coach Randy's in the house. Coach Randy, bad the dad. Got a big dad. hug. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just gonna have to be nostalgia. It's just now. Look, yeah. every great series. It's a collector's item now, right? Mash ended. Star Trek ended. All the greats and friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, there's no tragic. There's no tragic death of a nah, helicopter. Yeah, that's like not that. how we go out. No, we, we go out. We're, we're more of a comedy show. We're not going out with a bang. We'll go out yeah. with a whimper. 
Speaking of comedy, I know a great poet once yes. said that. Speaking of comedy, I couldn't help but know. So, oh, before we get into that, yes. here's something we have to, uh, you know, we're celebrating our guests, yes. right? Season three, mm-hmm. episode 13, Rich DeMarco. Do you remember him? Uh, yeah, sure. I remember Rich. You don't remember Rich, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to take you off the hook. Rich is the assistant athletic director and sports broadcaster at West Point. Okay, Army. that's right. That's right. You were just up there. Yes. Gotcha. That's right. Yes. That's so I got, your, your I got to see him. I yes. went to the Army-Navy basketball game, yeah, which, by that. the no. way, okay. great experience, a lot of fun. I was able to take my folks up there. It was the first time that they had ever been up to West Point. It's beautiful Live, up there. Lived in the New York it's area. It's an amazing place. And we had a gorgeous day, you know, one of those oh. warm February we days. We did Mother's Day there last year. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. But um, big announcement. Mm-hmm. He was just named the PA announcer on the upcoming EA Sports 2025 college football. Oh, how cool for him. They took about 20 years off because of the name, image, yeah. and likeness issues. They're bringing it back. Yeah. All 134 Division A schools are going to be featured in that game. He's going to be the PA announcer, which means starting Whatever lineups. Whatever voice you're hearing, you'll yeah. hear his voice. Um, you know, there's a there's a Jeep Cherokee parked yeah. in the red zone. Yeah. That's going to be him. No kidding. So we're very excited for Rich. Rich, if you're listening, that's really congratulations. Kind of cool. That's kind of a big a big deal. So are they going to have like real players from the teams? Or I be... think that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's why it's taking so long because they got to scan. They got to figure out how to pay all every these face. athletes now, huh? Make yeah. some money. I think EA's got the money. You think Between so? All those Star Wars games, Madden, FIFA. I think they've got it. I think they've got. Oh, someone. to go back and be 18 and be a college athlete again, man! What I did for those days. So that's rich. But now we yeah. got to talk about uh, well, who I thought was allegedly your dad, posting crap on my Facebook page. <laughs> so every other day, I would get a posting about some new innovative form of spandex. Yes. That hides your gut. Yeah. And there'd be these videos of these men and women wearing this special spandex yes. to hide your gut Did you and, bite it? and your man. Did you bite one of those? Well, I mean, first I had to ask you, I said, why is your dad <laughs> posting this crap yes. on my... Yeah, what I say? You said, he's not on Facebook. Yes, I'm he's like, not. But it's Larry Nathan, and he's affiliated with all these other mutual friends. Yes. But you said he's not. Did you see the picture of it that he's posted? Yeah, That's I, not my dad. I, I thought it was you at first. <laughs> That's not my and dad. And he li- loved you so much, he posted yes, you. That is but not clearly my dad. not your dad. So I, I defriended this yes. other Larry Nathan. Yes. I hit all those postings. Yes. And yes, I got six pairs of spandex. <laughs> got to tell you, my, love, hand, my love handles have never looked better. Have it looked so good. Have it looked so good in five years. <laughs> you know, I bought a little birthday present for me. Maybe six pairs. Oh, that's so. funny. Yeah, no, that was very funny. Yeah, no, my, my dad is not on Facebook. I, I don't think he's on. Maybe he is, but whatever. Secretly. Uh, but that was not his. I, I almost got duped as well. I almost got duped. As I have well. to imagine if Larry, lovable Larry, was on Facebook, would he be pushing spandex? I don't think so. I mean, the guy's lost. I don't know how much weight. Um, or he has, has he? And he's just wearing. Yeah. No, no. The dude is form-fitting spandex. The, the dude has definitely lost weight. So, uh, but uh, it is. Uh, uh, that is very funny. I love uh, uh, the world of social media, Adam Day. The world of social it's media. It's clever. So it's clever. Uh, so things are good with you. Things are good, good with me. me. Things are things are good with me. You know, it's it's really funny. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I uh, when we started Bad to the Dad, yeah. I started a new job. Mm-hmm. And um, now that we're wrapping up Bad to the Dad, yeah. I'm out of that job. You're out of that job. And it's all good. Which is not bad. That means you're a job for five years. That was like one of yeah. the longest jobs you've no, had. I think that five years, you know, that now, nowadays, nowadays is a big stretch. Yeah. And no regrets. And I have to say my employer took care of me. It was a, it was an amicable uh, release. And, you know, looking at Just new thank you for the opportunity to get in the game, contribute to the team, yes. and have five good years of 
just being uh, Victor. Now we go off and do something different. You know, I'm still doing my comedy. You're so doing a lot of comedy. Producing, I'm just doing, doing some. That is, yeah. uh, Adam, what you've turned into that, excuse me, Adam D here, uh-huh. what you have uh, turned into uh, as a little something kind of chasing your dream. Uh, I have I have full, uh, full faith that uh, you're going to, uh, it's fun watching you. I've, I've paid a little bit to go watch you, which well, is worth seen, every penny. You've seen some of the shows, so you've but, seen, uh, uh, sorry about evolution, yes. you've seen me improve. Uh, really, just You've seen me improve smooth. against other comedians you're like who are butter. still working on You're like uh, butter, you're smooth yeah, as well, butter. That's very kind of you, very um, kind of you. And you, go, oh, yeah. if we're, if we're, Cavelling oh, we Chef and not oh, about stop, each other. Stop, you stop. and your and your speaking uh, and well, you've, you've never been busier. Oh, and that's God, why stop. we have to stop doing this it's podcast. Because we don't have time. We're busy. We're busy with the comedy. You're speaking. You're teaching. No, it's, it's, you're umpiring. Yeah. Oh, that is a uh, listen. We are we are who we are. And the uh, renaissances that we've uh, gone through we, the we last five years. Know, five years we were. Um, uh, what I remember um, the very first time we ever hung out together, met, we had lunch. Um, in Bergen, oh, yeah. and you were doing some stuff with basketball. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I was a writer yeah. for a webzine, I guess mm-hmm. you'd call it a, a blog now, yeah. uh, called Hoopville. Yeah, I remember that, Which right? was a, a special interest, not special yeah. interest, a human interest college basketball mm-hmm. site. So we would do uh, reviews, certainly, of, mm-hmm. of the previous evening's games, yeah. but we'd also do interviews with college basketball mm-hmm. players, mostly mid-major yeah. Because we wanted to put a spotlight on yeah. those players, mm-hmm. which was great. Because when you get to the tournament, those are the players that yeah, are making the yeah. most noise. I remember that. But then, you know, we would do like these little side stories, like we talked to authors, yep. and we talked to speakers, yes. like yourself. Yes. And you were talking about what it's like to mm-hmm. be a speaker mm-hmm. uh, and a youth coach. Yep. And I learned so much about you. And uh, when I walked out of that restaurant, I said. This is somebody that uh, we could, we I, could, I, could, I could be friends. I don't know and if I want to ever do a, a, what, a something that might be called a podcast, podcast one day. That was in the place, or that we might even goodness. go travel to Outer Banks on a regular basis, and you know, beat each other's bar and bought mitzvahs and that kind of stuff. But certainly, weddings now. Weddings things weddings. happen. Weddings now. Yes, yeah. you know, the first uh, family wedding. So it is. Uh, I think our, it's been like fifteen years, and our girls are like uh, you know, Perry's you know, kicking some tail at. Uh, up at up at Towson. I mean, she, she, she's coming. It's like spring break already. Uh, another couple weeks, right? Spring yeah, break, two, two, three weeks. Yeah, um, she'll be back. A lot of the colleges have spring breaks. You know, yeah. Aiden's jamming his thing. He's uh, he's doing what he loves to do. You know, Michaela, we just uh, we're we're right where you were a year ago. Yeah, and uh, it's an interesting time. I don't remember. I think maybe it's like you drum, about you're it. in the drum roll please yeah. phase. You know, um, you know who else is in the uh, the drum roll phase? You flipped it on I me. did, I you did. You flipped it. You know what else is in the drum roll phase? Yes, Berman Brandy. Berman Brandy. Yes, she is. For all your graphic design. Absolutely. And your web design and your marketing strategy yes. needs. Go to BermanBranding.com or at Berman Branding on social media. I was just thinking about Coach. that. Yes, well, I, just, I, was, I was hoping to make you proud. I figured well, after all this you know, time, it it's always been you. It took 140-something episodes. It's, it's always been you. Oh, up top. Love I it. I figured it. I just had to turn it around. Amazing. I was looking for a moment. Amazing. Looking for a moment to pull up, put the ball in Adam D. Now, here's something that you're really going to enjoy. Yeah. So the first year, I have to imagine, Michaela mm-hmm. is going to live on campus. Yes, correct. With all the other freshmen. Mm-hmm. Second year, she may live on campus, but she may live off campus. Mm-hmm. And then you get the great privilege mm-hmm. of exploring her perspective dorm for sophomore yeah, year yeah, and yeah. maybe beyond yeah. now, it could be a sorority house could be, could be or it could be just an off-campus house mm-hmm. um along a row of houses it could be oh i don't know a victorian house that's split up into four apartment units okay i see where you're going you get to uh you know you get to observe you get to audit 
and you, you go through you look at it and go hmm which is what i did oh that's right these past three yeah. days i took a tour of a, a, a unit that looks sort of like what Perry wants to live in for next semester, for next year. And uh, I will, I will tell you, parents, and I will tell you, and you've got a ways yes. to worry about this. Um, when it comes to an off-campus college apartment, yeah, it's important to level set expectations. So you want, you want to make sure you have a low level of expectations. Yeah, so we're not talking. This is not going to be a grandiose country club, mm-hmm. yoga studio, hot uh-huh. tub, swimming pool, Melrose Place type of place. All right, so we're talking about again four partitioned <laughs> apartments in a Victorian house. Yes, in a Victorian house, and and the landlord did say, "I'm going to clean it." I'm going to clean First it. First thing he said was not, hi, Adam, I'm going to clean, clean it. it. That's... And we took a tour of an, a now empty yes. space. Eh, it certainly does need a little bit of, uh, of, of <laughs> a little cleaning, bit of a cleaning lady love. A little bit of paint. A paint and, uh, you now, know, like a, a spackling a napalm. This place would make a great mausoleum. Is it a, is like in a one-room single where she would live herself or she would live with someone else in that room? It, it's an apartment a... with two bedrooms that okay. could fit three if you wanted to, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, there's a common area, which yeah. I guess is where the TV would be. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's like a, a kitchen but a kitchen with room for maybe one chair. So okay. a lot of the eating will probably happen in your, upstairs in the common in area, lap, which is yeah. totally fine. Yeah. And these are girls that, you know, you can't expect they would spend a lot of time in uh, in, in the apartment. But, you know, as it's almost... Is it small? It, it's almost like... It's small, right? You know, it's... You go it's, in and kind no, of... But, you know, it's still bigger than their dorm, their dorm now. dorm room, okay, so... so But it's their own independent living space. They're getting a great deal, and I yeah. think that's one of the... The, 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 the advantages. To, for you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's only about a quarter-mile walk from campus, okay. which isn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're living on a, on a street that's perpendicular to the main campus. Okay. So, uh, but these are the kinds of things I expect. Do you remember those days, kind of like that kind of excitement you felt, like you're moving out the dorm, kind of you live on apartment? Yeah, you know, when I was at Hofstra, I always lived on the dorms on campus. The only, only the uh, the only the football fraternity lived off campus. (laughs) Yeah, no, I first year was in dorms. uh, Then I lived in the house, Mm -hmm. fraternity house for two years, and I lived uh, off campus. Yeah. Um, So, uh, but 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 what was really funny is so. As the landlord and I are walking away from the complex, one of the kids from the other apartments mm-hmm. shouted out, Hey, Mindy, can you fix the lock? So we walked back to this mm-hmm. other person's apartment. And I'm glad we did because it was it looked spacious and lived yeah. in and furnished. Um, this was around noon. The kid looked like he woke up five minutes yeah. before. He probably would have kept sleeping if he didn't yeah. know the landlord was in the building yes. to chase him down. Yeah, But... Um, you know, you walk in and there's a giant poster, the periodic table of cannabis. Oh, that's an important. And there was a that's an important chart. There was a, there was a bong with last night's water in it. Oh. And I <laughs> said I said to the landlord, I said, uh, you know, it looks like there's uh, and it's legal. It's, you know, it's, it's totally it's, legal. It must be lived in. <laughs> yes, there's some paraphernalia here. Yeah. He goes, don't worry, they're leaving <laughs> next next they're year. Leaving. <laughs> yeah. Only for someone else to come in and just do the same do thing. the same thing. Yeah. No, yeah. it is uh, different times. I mean, I. And I know I think about this. I know you had to have um, this accepted student day. Yeah, that was like never a thing. When I and I, I just I don't even think my older two ever had the accepted student thing. But it is such. I got to tell you, the marketing that yeah. comes out and they make you they roll out the red carpet. They give you the they practically give everybody facials and massages and is that what you did down in Delaware? I didn't do that. 
but but Jess was with Michaela. Yeah. And uh, after they checked into the hotel and discovered it, there was the uh, this bonding of uh, the West Orange uh, pointing, and they they went and did all these different visit things. They they were treated like royalty. Uh, and now Michaela's kicking and screaming because uh, we're doing another accepted student day. Not only just accepted students, it's a, a fellowship scholarship interview. Way to flex. So uh, we're flexing. Uh, and so they're flying down to Elon. Yeah. Uh, which is about 8,000 students. It's a beautiful school and uh, very popular. And I think Michaela's nervous that she's going to like it. <laughs> but it's also it's, it's a 10-hour drive. Uh, so it's a little bit further away. Uh, well, but, she already bought the sweatshirt at Delaware. Well, yeah, she has. And that's already, a big investment. A, I got like fifty dollars. And we said, we said, go ahead, mm-hmm. you know, get it. We understand it's something's important to you. Uh, she wore it to school today, Ooh. and it was like, did you commit? Did you commit? It's like, it's like a big thing. Like, did you commit? Did you commit? And she's like, no, I, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not Insta official yet. You know, yeah. you can't. She can't post until we let her post, and so she's going through this whole, this whole rigmarole. But come on, let me just commit already. We're like, no, you got to go to Elon. And I'm thinking, what do you got to lose? And you know, I know it's the last week of February. Yeah. But it's still only February. That's and that's the whole point. I mean, yeah. a lot. Of, I mean, plus FAFSA, the app of a FAFSA. You know, FAFSA oh, is just yeah. uh, they they didn't make it easier to fill out, but it has been a complete yeah uh, shitstorm with everything going on. And you've been through it. I'm not sure if you, you had to fill it. I'm sure. Got to do it every year. They're, they're making a, they're they're going to make it a state law here in New Jersey. Oh. That every high school student has to fill out the FAFSA. Yeah. Um, the truth is, just like we don't, we, we, we make too much money to get. Yeah, any it's kind not. Of, it's well. Let Let's uh, slow our roll here. It's not that we are rich. No, that's what I'm it's saying. That we're not poor enough. But, we are know, the middle class. I know, but, but even and that and it really. The middle class <laughs> to get nothing. The middle class. We're it forgotten. really is. It's just. Uh, I just wrote really, that song. That's not from a movie. Please don't look it up. I just came up with it now. Well, we'll, we'll make it. it, it it's it's, it's uh, be part of the Bad to the Dad, Dad soundtrack. Soundtrack that comes out in twenty twenty seven. The movie. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. No, but it's like it's so frustrating because you know I look at myself and I'm like, how do we expect to have tens of thousand dollars more? But because we're middle class, we care about our kids, and the schools know it. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. We'll. Well, whatever it is, I'm working X number of jobs or taking out loans. Michaela will, and we'll just figure it out. But having a fellowship with a little bit, you know, with some money is mm-hmm. is kind of attractive to yeah. someone who's paying that bill. But we told her that uh, when it comes time to to decide, it will will support her 100. percent So it's uh, it is very exciting, and to be able to have a school of your choice, mm-hmm. uh, which, like I said, I never really had, um, is really really great, and I feel really proud. She'll do that for my my daughter. So that was a really cool time. And she's going to Elon this week and softball starting up soon. I'm just sorry that we don't have another episode to kind of see how this ends. Well, you know what? You're going to just have to sit and just never find out. Enjoy, those... enjoy it as a regular person yeah. offline. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, you and I, of course, will talk about it. We'll share. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, and of course, you know, you got my daughter's wedding that's in, uh, in August. I'll be there. With with Jess. And she's very excited that the uh, Chandler's going to be there. Well, so that's thank great. You. Yeah, we, we, already, we already booked our place. Got to yeah. book our flights, but we already booked the place. Whoa, I'm sorry about that one. The, the flights are going to yeah. the, the flights are gonna pinch. That's 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 more. So I tell you, let me make another thousand payment. Well, and then we'll see what's left. I got to tell you. And I might have to go out there like uh, the Oregon Trail uh, uh, with a with a burrow and a covered wagon. Listen, I, uh, I'm just telling you, um, five, I think right now it's like 550 round trip a person. That's 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 not right. 
It is not right. That, that is just not right. And we are we are bringing the kids. I know they're I not know. coming to the wedding, but yeah. we are bringing the kids. Yeah, no. It's... So uh, thank you. You know, yeah. this, this friendship. You know, you you said it's expensive to be my friend <laughs> when I'm doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, I gotta and tell this, you, this, this is payback. payback. This, this is, is payback in spades. There's no doubt. There's a, yeah. There's no doubt. It's hundred um, percent. So it, it's uh, we have some good things happening, and uh, it's 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 sad that we're ending. I'm not gonna lie, but like I said, we had this contract dispute. I'm thinking more of an adult kind of version of the den. Uh, you're going into more comedic world of uh, entertainment, um, and you're doing your speaking and umpiring. Uh, and and, you oh know, yeah, it, it's it's, uh, it's really you know it's just really a matter of of timing. But it doesn't mean that we're done with Bad to the Dad. We are going to come back with specials. We want to get those dad geeks back because there is going to be another season of the boys. Well, there's always going to be. We uh, have to talk about seasons. the boys, and we got uh, that stuff. That's always those guys having. They're just, they're just fun because they're just uh, just just bunch of guys. Um, and I do recall he had said in our penultimate episode. We were going to offer our own dad vice. We will. We will. We're going to do right? that in the final block. I know. But, I, I did, but you see what I did, though? Yeah. You tease. I did a tease. See, you did a tease. I, you have taught me so much, Adam D. Now you're ready to do your own podcast, <laughs> Coach. <laughs> I can't imagine sitting and talking with myself. I mean, well, but there's a lot know, of things I do you know, myself. It's funny. But, a lot of people have, have asked me, and maybe yeah. they've asked you, too, like, yeah. hey, if Coach Randy yeah. doesn't want to do this again, mm-hmm. are you going to continue bad to the dad with somebody else? And I said, absolutely not. Yeah. I said, Bad to the dad is indelibly yes. Coach Randy, Randy and, and Adam, Adam D. D. Yes, right. It's not you know. There's no other question. Schmeckel no, Putzowicz no. and Adam no, D. No, no, it's it's got to be. Coach Although I'd like Randy to see D. Adam D. with Schmeckel Putzowicz. That'd be yeah, nice. Me too. I've, I've never met. <laughs> I don't know what you would talk about. Maybe yeah. Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> the Borscht Belt comedy scene, but yeah. So it's if if I ever did another podcast yeah. with someone else or yeah. by myself, it would be called something else, yeah. and the premise would be different. Yeah. But this this would have to be bad to them. Yeah. So I didn't want to do this with anybody yeah. else, and I think you felt the same way. Of course. So that's why we're we're kind of cutting cord. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to uh, talk to Chris Diaz again? Uh, I cannot wait to talk to Chris Diaz. He is a uh, uh, we've watched him uh, collect <laughs> his yeah. collectibles, oh and he's God. very very proud of his collectibles. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with his daughter, and as a music production major at uh, the Berkeley School of Music, we're also going to talk about his new endeavor. Yes. Wrestling cosplay, God. always something with Chris. I gotta Diaz. tell you, it uh, it sounds very adultish, and I can't wait to see if maybe it fights. It might be something we can do in the den later on. We're gonna find <laughs> out. That's coming up on Bad to the Dead. Keep it here. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. A lot of people go to social media for their news. Not always a great thing. But if you're looking for news and information about your favorite fast-growing but now closing dad-themed podcast, hit one of the social media accounts for Bad to the Dad. At Bad to the Dad is the handle for most of those accounts. We're talking, of course, Facebook, Instagram, we even have one of those good old-fashioned websites. I think we're going to keep all this stuff up. It's all staying around. You know, we're going to do like a retrospective, talk about our favorite episodes, our favorite guests, like the one we have today, and uh, just walk a little little down memory lane. Uh, website will be kept up. That's badtothedad.com, where you can learn a little bit more about your host, but also download podcast episodes if you're not partial to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or any of those other places where you can download a podcast perfectly fine, perfectly well. 
and uh, still stay in touch with us. You know, DM us, IM us on all those social media platforms or email us at contact us at badtothedad.com. Again, contact us at badtothedad.com. And like most people who have email, you might check it once every five days. Maybe it'll end up in our spam folder, but one way or the other, we will get back to you. Coach. Adam D. It goes around, comes around, right? And it seems that way. For every season, there's a season, right? Turn, turn, <laughs> turn, turn. So we are very excited to have as our final guest for Bad to the Dad, the series, mm-hmm. the first ever guest we've had for Bad to the mm-hmm. Dad, the series, and a bunch of other episodes in between. Mm-hmm. And that's, you. of course, Chris Diaz. Chris Diaz. The OG, well, the original guest. Thank you. I am your alpha and your omega. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> what about my beta and my gamma? Uh, yeah, we can work on that. Oh, yeah, right. There's still when time. It, when it's convenient. Still time. When yeah. it's convenient. Can you still I hold it with the match and say quick <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> That's great. So... Chris, welcome back. Thanks, man. And you and know we're welcoming you back not as part of the the Dad Geeks, but as you as Chris Diaz. The solo, the the solo album, the solo, solo act. Yeah. A, this was a special request. Yeah. So, um, All right. Yeah. Well, I'm psyched. So the first time you were here, yeah. Well, we talked about a lot of things, sure. and we talked about. You have, remember, this was five years five, ago. Five years ago. Almost ago. So, the day. So, so we want to catch up. We want to talk about, of course, you know what life is like now having a uh, a college freshman. Yeah. But. Uh, back then, you were talking about Wine with Cheetos, which was mm-hmm. the blog you were doing sure. about comics, fantasy, sci-fi, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. We know you have a new venture now. Right, right. But let's talk about, since you know we're probably not going to do a Dad Geeks for a little while, mm-hmm. what what are some of the fantasy and sci-fi vehicles that you, you've been really excited about? Oh, well, I mean... You know, I've I've done a pretty woeful job of keeping up on a lot of stuff, but there's there's things that I'm still really uh, you know hopeful for and excited for. I mean, just the other day, and you guys know I'm not a Marvel guy, but when I got word with the rest of the universe about the Fantastic Four and we're getting mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, yeah, I was uh, I was really really psyched to hear that. Um, I'm still really hoping for. Um, HBO Max to get off their duffs and uh, push out that uh, Penguin miniseries that oh, they that is still right? brewing. Yes. Apparently, mm-hmm. that was an issue um, that sort of revolved around the writer strike. Uh-huh. Uh, otherwise, they were close. I heard to wrapping well, that I up. I saw a bunch of faces, yeah, and commercials on it, and then yeah, then and nothing. then it just yeah disappeared. I'm just I'm hoping yeah. against hope that we get that soon and uh, and that it'll be everything that I'm hoping it'll be. And then Peacemaker Two was that also delayed by the writer strike? Because the first the first season was really phenomenal. I think it was the surprise of DC. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah. Um, From what I understand, yes, it is Mm -hmm. coming out. Um, What I heard that didn't make me very happy is that there is going to be a whole different opening sequence. Like they're getting oh. rid of the one of the coolest parts of the. I mean, they better outdo themselves. The crazy right? dance. Yeah, scene. the crazy dance scene. Peacemaker so. was who was the star of Peacemaker? John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah, Cena. Yeah. yeah, that was the one yeah. that had adult behavior. Oh, there was lots of adult behavior. Adult behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. Not quite as bad as the boys, blurs, but it all kind of blurs into. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, know, yeah. Having watched so many of that, right, uh, through the pandemic and of course after, they all kind of just. I keep forgetting which one is which. But yeah, right. John Cena and. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, some adult scenes. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was pretty inventive, though. It like, was. They took a very obscure character. For sure. And because they had a, a good leading man who didn't mm-hmm. take himself too seriously. Right. 
that that was the winning formula and and it you was. know i know it's hard to replicate that mm -hmm. in a comic universe yeah but i thought they they did a nice job of that and nobody saw it coming no 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 one did uh it, you know i think if you hadn't seen Suicide Squad, which preceded it, mm -hmm. you wouldn't know that the, the he second was, well, the one with Idris Elba. Yes, the you, Suicide. Yeah, Squad. where they had um, the Peacemaker character kind of debut, yeah. you know, in 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 movies, you wouldn't have been prepared for how um, sort of tongue in cheek it was, mm -hmm. you know, and how Cena was able to to portray that. So it was uh, it was a big surprise, like you said, and they are apparently bringing it back. When I don't know, but uh, super looking forward to that. Yeah, I have noticed over the course of the last five years, uh -huh. your collection of items has gotten a little bit bigger. A little bit. Yeah, bit. no, I like how you didn't say bit. toys. Well, I did not you say said, thank I, you. Collectors' items. You see, it's, items. The, it's that level of respect. Well, that keeps bringing me back. I can appreciate back. a collector. Yeah, I can appreciate collector. <laughs> uh, you, of course, left us at the very yes. beginning. Uh, a signed Barbie doll. I did. And, well, you know, not just any Barbie. Yeah, not just any. But Snow White. Snow Barbie. White, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, behind, you know, it just so happens that uh -huh. the Barbie movie just came out. Yeah. And that's a big mm. thing. And uh -huh. did you did you go see that Barbie movie? We did. It was one of the one of the last movies that we kind of went to as a family before mm -hmm. my uh, daughter went away to college. Yes. So that was yeah. And so she was what in middle school then, wasn't she? She had to have been right yeah. Yeah. five just years ago. ago? Yeah, uh -huh. like just towards the end of middle school. So she's, yeah, in, she's in 13th pandemic. grade now. So yeah, she was 8th yeah. grade. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot has changed happened in five years. Yeah, for so, sure. So when you look back uh -huh. on the last five years, mm -hmm. right? And it's almost, well, I shouldn't say it's almost to the day because I think it was the, the uh, second to last or the last week of January. Well, Super Bowl that, Sunday so, was Well, it was, was the, week, it was the week before yeah, right? yeah. Super Bowl yeah, Sunday. Pretty so damn yeah. close. We're, we're, we're going at uh -huh. almost yeah. five years. So when you yeah. look back at the last five years... Uh, and we could break it down in a few ways. First, uh -huh. we could talk about, you know, your your daughter and her growth process right. and your growth process as a dad. Right. And then, of course, your regular appearances here. Sure. Bad to the dad. So let, let's talk a little bit about Lily and, and yeah. I hate to use the word evolve. You know, we're, we're, it's not like you know, there were chimpanzees and all of a sudden. This is not even grown. her final form. <laughs> no. she's, she's still growing. She doesn't stop. She's a Pokemon. Yeah, she's yeah. not yeah. stopping. But, yeah. but, you know, I'd say what has surprised you over the last five years? What's impressed you about Lily and, and maybe even your relationship with her over the last five years? I mean, you know, surprise, I would say um, in that department, you know, you got to remember, we were here pre-pandemic. Right. right. Yeah. Um, a year before, we had yeah. no idea it was about. We had. We didn't know. You know. We thought we'd, we'd see that train every forever coming we're, down the. We're, yeah. we're gonna roll in money. Exactly. We're, we're sitting high in a pile of cash. We didn't know. Right. So you know, we went from this age of when you know kids sort of kind of come into their own and you know uh, become more free spirited to. Guess what? No one can go anywhere and no one can do anything and we need to be on lockdown. And um, that, I think, really sort of got in the way of what would have been sort of a natural progression for her. Mm -hmm. um, and then ultimately, because the uh, opportunity presented itself, she switched high schools right, right after mm -hmm. um, everyone was starting to go back in school mm -hmm. because this school Dwight Global which was in just an amazing opportunity for her yeah. uh, because of their reputation 
um, she had an opportunity to apply for them, but that's completely online. Now, same same rigor. You're up yeah. at you know seven a.m. You're right. except that your classroom is virtual and it's filled with people from across the globe. I mean, she had people from Dubai in her classroom. Her teach her history teacher was teaching at three a.m. in Thailand. You know, hmm. while she was you know at seven a.m. Uh, taking classes. And um, how did she it, like that? How did she like being a, she, a global learner? She fell right into it. She yeah. was one of these kids that. Um, the virtual environment yeah. just enhanced everything for her. Wow. So a lot of kids it, got screwed up. It by did, it. yeah. And um, we got lucky. She got lucky in that um, it was uh, it was an, uh, an opportunity really for growth for her. Um, her grades were always good. They were exceptional at um, mm -hmm. at Dwight. Her um, opportunity to take more advanced coursework um, was uh, was presented all the time she had um, AP courses she had honors classes in things that she necessarily probably didn't have um, going to in-person school hmm. so and the professors are all you know like Ivy League trained professors they're phenomenal and uh, you know we couldn't have asked for a better experience but again after you're off the computer it's all insular right and the opportunity to kind of creep back into society was happening just as she was coming into her own as a kid getting ready to go away to college. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are you surprised where she went to college? Yes and no. Yeah. Only because I had thought it would be, and that's where I was going with that, mm -hmm. is that because of that, I had sort of predicted, uh, say I, we, you know, had sort of predicted that it was going to be difficult to get her to go away to school. Okay. And, yeah. um, you know, the options, and she didn't at first seem necessarily all over the idea of going away yeah, to school. Yeah. Um, but as she investigated the schools that she was interested in, um, you know, Berkeley, which is where she is now in Boston, was just, you know, overall the best possible fit for her and because again, she wants to study. The, this is the Berkeley College, College of, of Music, music. Yeah. because she wants yeah. to study Not Berkeley, music. California. No, no, no. Right. She wants yeah. to study. There's also like yeah. another Berkeley yeah. College. Yeah. In, in New Jersey yeah. with right. multiple yeah, yeah. campuses. Yes. Yeah. No, this but is not the same. Right. The, uh, the same Berkeley theory. College of Music. I mean, like Quincy Jones went to Berkeley College of Music. Uh, uh, the, their pedigree is impeccable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, she wants to study music production. And so going away, like I would wake up like in the middle of the night sometimes and just like in like this existential panic about this is never going to work. Like This is just it's never going to happen. Her yeah. going away is just not good. Within a week, we're going to get that panicked call. Come I get me. I want to come home. I want to come home. Of course. And I know kids who that has happened to. And, yeah. you know, every kid's different. So, of course, you know, every kid has different needs. Didn't really see the I'm good. I'm great. I'm figuring it out as the first option, which is what it was. You know, she really immediately fell in uh, to the environment at the school, fell in with a great group of friends and loves her classwork. I mean, um, she's doing what she loves. She's, she, she loves music. Now there's still all the- and When you talk about music, yeah. you say music you know, production. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother was a music production, so I kinda, mm -hmm. is she sitting behind the keyboards and moving up and down the, the, the board? Or is she creating orchestra and orchestra music? Is it, What exactly does she want to do? So, yeah, she wants to be in studio. Okay. Ultimately, that's yeah. what, you've got to earn your right mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. There's a music production program that you have to apply to your second semester 
um, when you have a certain number of credits under your belt. And that's usually your second semester. And there's thousands of applicants and like 60 spots. Mm -hmm. So she prepared everything she needed to do to get into that. But they do caution the freshmen that, look, you may need to apply again the beginning yeah. of sophomore yeah. year. Just so you know. So that was one of the things that, you know, we were studying her about. It's like, look. This may be something that you'll need to apply to again, and that's no reflection on you. It's a reflection it's a on the competitive nature of the school. Yeah, yeah, competitive nature, and that there's you know only so many spots available at any one and is time. It, is it like pop music? Is it hip hop? Is it T Swift country? So Berkeley's philosophy is that they teach music in the language of the music of the day. Hmm. Um, they're jazz based, okay, but okay. they're they you know she told me not too long ago in her music business class that they were studying, um, you know, contracts from, uh, that, that, uh, uh, Biggie Smalls was in with, uh, oh, wow. with, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, P Diddy and, you know, and that the, these professors have the inside track on this information. So they're huh. like giving them, uh, an idea of, you know, how copyrights work and, uh, and cease and desists mm -hmm. and intellectual property. Oh, so you must so, appreciate this as a lawyer. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, side of, I, of music? I truly do not want her to go into law in any way. Yeah. If she does, okay. But I really am hoping that she does it. So it's production, uh, not so much agent, but my producing the music. Producing the, the music yeah. in the booth. She's studying um, Logic software now. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, and uh, that is all actually remote. She does it from her, from her oh, really? dorm room. Yeah, she sets up her equipment and she yeah. is able to do again. Logic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but other, her music tech class last semester was in person and their yeah. final um, uh, assignment was to produce a, you know, three to four minute piece that was, you know, uh, original, and uh, oh. she. Now is she finding uh, is she finding artists and musicians, or does she like many kids are able mm -hmm. just to come up with the music using the software coming up with your own music? So yeah, a lot of the kids did do that, and um, you know, used the the synthesized music, yeah. and she did as well. But she said she didn't want to just do that; she mm -hmm. wanted to include some live music as well. Mm -hmm. So one of her really good friends as a drummer okay and the beauty of um berkeley is that there are always practice rooms, rooms all available over, yeah. all over the place seven, yeah. constantly mm -hmm. so she was able to record her vocals over the live drumming and then integrate that with the um digital effects on the uh the equipment she was using so i think it's kind of cool that she still wants to study music as mm -hmm. a musician mm -hmm. even if she goes into music production mm -hmm. you know i just finished the autobiography of Getty Lee, who, of course, was the lead Your singer favorite. and bassist of my favorite band, Rush, yeah. mm -hmm. who I only had seen 30 times. Okay. And I, I read it slowly, but, you know, every chapter is essentially an album. Okay. And Getty talks about the different producers that he had. And it's funny, you know, he, he, he said without saying it mm. that the best producer, the best album producer that Rush had were actually on the later albums because the producers, they were uh, proficient in like five or six different instruments. Right. So they understood music theory. They right. understood how to read music. They understood sound with mm -hmm. multiple instruments. Sure. And were very confident in, in the decision making. You have to remember, 
when Rush was making their last few albums, they weren't spring chickens to, right. to Getty's admission. Right. Know, they were already in their like late fifties and, and sixties. Right. Which is not old, but I think you know it's old rush star uh, amongst fifty year olds. So Having just turned fifty, I'll say <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's the I'm, new thirty. I'm there a month, okay. you're, you're month away. Knocking on the door. <laughs> you're on the door. So you know, you have this like young young guy come in right. and tell these rock legends how to perform, how to sound, how to enunciate certain mm-hmm. word. It's really something. So yeah. the fact that Lily is still going to be studying and pursuing, you know, music instrumentally, mm-hmm. vocally, mm-hmm. whatever the case yeah. may be. I think can only enhance her ability as a as a producer. Yeah, and and let me make a let me make a, a quick observation suggestion. Um, have we ever said no to you? Chris, you have never. I've never been, I don't know if been I anything could say but, no to Chris. but, but, but I gracious. Think I could. Oh, you've entertained my tomfoolery, which is wonderful. Yeah. We love your but, tomfoolery. <laughs> Tom, when it comes to tomfoolery, <laughs> Who, who's I'm better? Who's better at tomfoolery? But no, if you have the time, watch the um, the We Are the World documentary yeah, they just, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I heard yes. about that. Because yeah. that is not just about the coming together of you know massive superstars mm-hmm. for a good cause and what it took to do it. But it is just as much a story about how to produce oh, yeah, something no. like that, and, and under extraordinary circumstances and pressure. Was it done like after some kind of show? Where it they was all got done together after um, the, I think, after like either the American Music Awards or, yeah, or the Grammys like or something like that. And they went back and to the studio. And they had uh, one night, Michael Jackson, to make Quincy this Jones. happen. Yeah. And what did what what Billy? And so Billy Joel was on Howard Stern. Yeah, he was talking about this. Talking too. about mm-hmm. this, yeah. and he's like, "What are we doing? I feel like we're recording a Coke commercial." <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was intense, but so. Um, the perspective you got on what it takes to throw all this together and the role that producers play yeah. in it. Um, so my wife and I immediately told my daughter, look, you, you got to find a little time, you and your buddies to just sit and watch this because it'll give you such perspective on you know, the, the field that you're looking into. And even as a musician or as a producer, there's so much to learn from that. And so, well, yeah, listen, music is everywhere. It's mm-hmm. part of everything we do. So I don't worry, you know, a lot of people are like, ah, well, studying music, huh? Great. You know, um, you know, she'll be living with you until she's 30. But, you know, it's really, I have no fear about the amount of jobs or the uh, opportunities that are available in uh, music. Because I mean, as we have come to learn as parents of a music student, you can't escape it. There, there's something no. to do in this there's industry so at every no, time. And we've, we've watched every the term. brilliance of uh, someone like Taylor Swift, a female woman who has made billions and transformed yeah. the market is about a great is there someone that Lily said to her that has said you know god she's someone who if i could produce i would love to work with that particular artist yeah, she has i'll be damned if i can name them yeah. you yeah. know because yeah. <laughs> they're way out of my uh, musical <laughs> yeah. taste uh, range but she's big on r&b yeah. she's yeah she she loves that she's discovering now um you know R&B from our generation. So one of the uh-huh. one of the things that uh, she had to do for her ensemble course was um, uh, take part in the vocal in, uh, in, in the vocal presentation of, of uh, a melody of uh, of Stevie Wonder songs. Oh, and you know she's heard Stevie in like the background, so she doesn't really have any super interest. And now she's like this huge Stevie fan because. You know, she's become acquainted with him. And I'm just like, look, all this stuff has its roots in the generation prior. And that generation's music has its roots in the generation prior. Do you know which 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 R&B is 
the most known having the roots of that generation? You tell me. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. Yeah, but I got a I lot remember. of songs. It's right? the 21st night of September. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I got married, yeah, so I got enough to get it. Commodores. Yeah. yeah. You know, so do you have a favorite uh, R&B from the uh, the old days? I mean, I'm like I said that we that was what, like our second wedding song was yeah. from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So yeah, really? what was the second wedding? Song? The 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 um, 21st night of September. Oh, yeah. was September? Yeah. You read oh, dancing it in September. It dancing in September. Let's groove. No, of, I can imagine you're gonna get out there with the lasso. Let's groove. Yeah, no, no, let's groove. But that's, that, but, you know, this yeah. generation is cool starting to know about. Yeah. Cool in the gang. Get yeah. down on it. Sure. Right. Sure. Sure, that was sort of our secondary song because we got married on September 21st. So, oh, yeah, great yeah, choice. Yeah. yeah, but this generation is learning a lot, a lot about those songs. Yeah, through TikTok, through Insta, mm-hmm. TikTok, yeah. but they're only getting like 10 second sound bites. Sure, and if they're interested, oh, you know, I'll go, go, go track it down. My yeah, to I, I feel like my kids they can't listen to a full song from beginning to end. It drives me they nuts. Try, they got to they got to press the. It yeah, drives all right, me enough crazy. enough of that one. I keep shuffling. Then play next. It's cr- play next. Now try doing that with a music student who will lecture you on the beat. And, and 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 how it's uh how 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 it uh what 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 uh importance it is in the piece and this that and the other and then we'll change it before she finishes the song yeah. like okay we're moving on to the next one I'm like okay she great. knows too much she knows way too she much she knows too much so, so now much. dangerous yeah go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, gonna no, pick no, the ball no, back go, to you, no, buddy. No, back ah. to you. All right. I'll go to you. I'll so it to clearly, you. your daughter uh, is uh, is very very busy with her own production. For sure. You yeah have started your own <laughs> production with one of your passions and In that's a way. wrestling. In a way. And you're doing cosplaying. Now, so, <laughs> since I've known you, you've, yeah. you've done the Iron Sheik, but right. you branched out, yeah. and you're actually making like a side hustle out of this. It, it's we're we're hoping it gets there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was a cosplayer when I came in here five years ago. We talked about that. And when we, we uh, went to the um, to the uh, uh, Walking Dead convention, remember? Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been doing, to be honest, I, I'm going on, God, 10 years or so of having found this sort of as a hobby and um, try to find interesting, nostalgic um, or, you know, just, Fun, different types of You're making cosplay. money off of this? Well, I mean, it, maybe a little. A little. Not, we're, not, we're not quite there yet. But, you get some appearance fees. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit here fee. and there. But we, um, so, um, you know, one of the things that I've always found is that, you know, cosplay and like, god i wish there was a better name for it it just sounds i so just i just bizarre picture and they have this little bunny outfit no bunnies no bunny there are people who do that yeah you're gonna be uh be, be fancy about it <laughs> you can call it plushies, co- costuming you can call it costuming plushies. costuming yes. costuming or something like that but yeah but no no <laughs> it's a highest art form none of that yes my ascot as i cosplay but no i uh you know one of the things i like to do you know different groups of friends who are into different types of stuff and some of some of one of my my really dear friends likes to do um like obscure characters from uh cartoons or comic books or things like that like, my, so, like mighty mouse well no god i love <laughs> mighty mouse now i've got another idea jeez here no, I come to save the, the day. day. Exactly. You just throw a little cocaine and you're ready to go. Same, same. I, need, no. I don't know if I need to see Chris in <laughs> yellow tights and Mickey no, ears. I'm all no, about no, that. No, no, no. You look great in that. A cape. Here no, I come to save the day. About <laughs> What's with the coat? <laughs> he, he sniffed something. And I think he sniffed something. It's like, I don't know. Mighty Mouse did that? Yes. 
Oh, I got to watch it more closely. I, I don't remember that, but I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, a couple years back, we did um, we did Birdman. If you remember oh, that, from, yeah, yeah, Harvey, so we've Harvey, that Harvey Birdman. Yep. We've done the Simpsons, um, like obscure Simpsons episode characters and stuff like that. And but you know, like I'm a huge pro wrestling guy. I go back to you know second grade where I skipped my science fair to go see WrestleMania two at, uh, oh. at the, uh, at, uh, at the, the Meadowlands on closed circuit TV, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm just, I go back and it's, it's more nostalgia than anything. Yeah. Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. I've yeah, done Fred. 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 Yes. I've done Fred. Yes. Did Fred and, and Pebbles. Pebbles. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Nicole did Wilma. Well. I, I, I roped her coming. in. It was all coming back. I was wrote, one. Fred I, Flintstone. Yeah. And, and yeah. uh, old man Logan. Oh, one of my favorites. You did Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, Logan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I we did And Lily um, was the, the the girl. Lily was uh, X23. Yeah. We um we did um one year we did Homer in a, the Pink Donut. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. just like basically went right, ran chasing her around Comic-Con like she was like was going to you know, take a bite That's, out of They the have really nice big hysterical. pink donuts at Universal. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. now so you so you're doing yeah. the Iron Sheik which is a character yeah. you've always done. Yes. Now you've gotten into the Mick Foley. The Mick Foley stuff. by the way you did a a Mick Foley <laughs> so promotional fun. video for us. Yes, it was lots of fun. One of the four Mick Foley characters. Yeah. But now you're part of like a, a like an entourage yes. of yeah. cosplay wrestlers that go to, yeah. go to malls. And... So this kind of just happened. I know. <laughs> it's it's hysteri- it, I am. I am. This is what he, you know, I am. But you know what? You have no kids it's, at home anymore. It, this is the empty nest syndrome. But it is, it, it's so much fun. And it just kind of happened organically, right? Um, I had a group of friends who had their own kind of like group already, but had sort of disbanded. Mm-hmm. And then, and we ran into our, our uh, basically our, our uh, commander in chief at Comic-Con a couple of years ago. And if you have not gone on his Instagram page, he's, he's, uh, his name is Aaron, but his Instagram page is called The Machoverse. And there oh, is God. not a human being who does a better Randy Macho Man Savage than my buddy Aaron. Right. And his content is hysterical. He's a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, his his uh, editing skills, his inventiveness is great. And we met huh. at Comic-Con and we just kept in touch. And then I introduced him to members of this other group. And then he had friends who were interested in doing it as well. And by the time we were done, when the group sort of all came together, we had to have 25 30 different people who all had sort of been doing this individually who were just like, how cool would this be to do it together as a group? Right. And we just started to kind of like meet up at conventions and you know, film content and stuff like that. And there's um, a collectible store at one of the, the local malls. Uh, and the guy who runs it is a huge wrestling mark like me. Mm-hmm. And, um, Anytime he sees me, he talks to me about it, and he says he follows me on Instagram too. Camel Clutch Cosplay on Instagram. So that's your. That's mine. We're yeah. actually talking she to Chris Diaz. Cheetos. Talking to Chris yeah. Diaz, our, our, our first ever guest, and now our last ever guest on the series, and we're talking about Camel Clutch Cosplay. Not, which camel, is your... not camel toes. No, yeah. no toes. Thank you, Randy. I, <laughs> no. I knew. I knew there was going to be a window. He'd and find it. He'd find it. Walk it right through it. Exactly. Yeah, I had to walk right through. It's too yeah. easy. Camel Clutch Cosplay on yes, Instagram. On Instagram. Right. Yeah. And um, so and that's we, the signature move of the Iron Sheet. Yes, exactly. Yes. And you know, it's tribute. The man passed away about a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Was a legend. Yeah. And 
Yeah, always been one of my favorites. And um, so we all kind of got together. Uh, well, I'm sorry, circling back. The, the gentleman who runs the store had said to me, when are you going to get me some of your buddies to come out and, you know, uh, hang around the store? And uh, I said, <laughs> really? And he said, yeah. He goes, I'll take care of them. I said, really? He said, yeah. Um, he said, here's what I'll do. He's like, I'll offer, you know, the, the day's pay to you know, whoever wants to come down. Or I'll offer you like a store credit. And my mind immediately went. Paid. He said, he's like, I'll go store credit. My mind immediately went to <laughs> well, store where credit. Where is money going anyway? Uh, exactly. Yes. I looked around and I'm like, I want that. It's something that I really want. And so I took, you know, the item instead of the, yes. the, the money. But yeah. my, my, many of my buddies took yeah. the money. But wow, we had a phenomenal time. It was there right, um, right after Black Friday. Oh. And so the crowds were actually in the mall as opposed yeah. to when they're you know the malls are and dead. This is Livingston Mall. Livingston Mall. This is the, and this mall yeah. needs crowds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to tell you, it was. It's going south. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I don't know how much longer that mall yeah. is going to be open, but for that day, man, we. So what you were doing a small business Saturday is what you were doing. Essentially, yes. yeah, and yeah. we just you know we rounded up people immediately want to come take pictures, right? They can take pictures. So you have random people taking pictures of you constantly. Yeah, they were asked for your autograph. Oh my God. So here's a funny story. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the Instagram page is now starting to take off uh -huh. and I have gotten no fewer than at least three um, asks from people who I know are legit because they're people that I met. took us five years to get yeah. three asks. No, three asks, <laughs> three asks, three whole asks, but that's big for a guy who just is about to hit 500 followers. But three big asks uh, for signed photos of the uh, of the cosplay for their kids who are just like so so it's a psyched picture about of you in the costume in the costume yeah and you sign your name yeah I don't sign the, the character's so, name so that would you be you sign Christiane's I I just do like a like camel clutch cosplay camel clutch yeah co yeah with the ad sign yeah yeah. So yeah. People, yeah it's all about branding yeah yeah it's all about yeah wow. it's all so, that ball bearing yeah so and I, I'm ex <laughs> ex exceedingly um, humbled to use a term of yeah. phrase by that. And um, excited and really, that made me really happy now, that it made people happy. Has the family of the Iron Sheik or Mick Foley reached out to you and say, man, you're so good. You look so, just like him. So if you want, if you, it, it, I want to know. If you want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Our listeners um, want to know. to the dad family want to know. His nephew, who is, you know, um, who was his manager in his last few years. Yeah. Um, his name is Paige. Uh, he's on Instagram as well. He, this is the Iron um, Sheik or McFarland? Iron Sheik's nephew. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, reached out. Um, he actually reached out through Aaron because he knew Aaron, the macho uh -huh. person, knew him. Yep. And they put us, he put us in touch. And I've actually, from time to time, have bounced ideas off of him. And he's always like, you make me laugh. You were great. You know, this is... And so it's a huge ego boost. It's a huge yeah. um, compliment to come from somebody who knew him so well. You know, and I always say I have the, the, the distinction of being... And I'll, 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 I'll temper that in a second of being the only Iron Sheik cosplayer who he's ever reposted, who Iron Sheik reposted when he was on, when he was alive, he reposted me on Instagram. He reposted me on Facebook and once on Twitter and, um, formerly known as Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> not known as X, but still Twitter. Um, and I say that 
with the full knowledge that I'm probably the only Iron Sheik cosplayer. Yeah. So, okay. but it was well, really that's... cool to to have that, you know, to have that uh, that wow. distinction. So, so I was going to ask that question. Yeah. What would you do if uh -huh. you want, and there was another Iron Sheik dressed up, <laughs> right? Because you know, there's people that dress up like Elvis. That's, like, yeah. that's a huge yeah. thing. Elvis, Elvis. Yeah. I mean, there's a young yeah. years, the old years. So I'm curious to know what the world is going on here with our noise. Harry has the ghost All right. of the sheep, man. All right, so just, yeah. So people have to be reminded with the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just here rocking out. That's uh, fine. So you know, like Elvis, young Elvis, yeah. old Elvis, yeah. right? So what if you're to run into another Iron Sheik? Uh huh. Cosplayer, yeah. Would you like get upset and battle to shape? I mean, would yeah. you want to fight it out there? Battle would you, to death. Would you just battle sit there? And, oh yeah, absolutely. Would you say I'm the real absolutely. Iron Sheik? Absolutely. Then... No, I have no, I do, no illusion. Will you take his reckoning? I was. <laughs> yes. That's a Highlander reference. Yes. Right. Yes. There can yeah. only be one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I would That's actually love that. You and I would love that. How great would that be? The more people that keep his memory alive, mm -hmm. I think, is awesome. Um, I don't see many people. Every now and again, I'll see someone on Instagram who's maybe done it for like a party or for Halloween or something. And, you know, these people are in far better shape than I am. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I intentionally choose characters who I can get away with not being like a muscular dude, you know, or, 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 or in shape in any way, shape or form. So McFoley is perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she, you know, people tend to remember him in his older days. Yep. So, you know, but I'll, I 99% of the time I always do the better impression like I said, I there's, so, there's so yeah. many wrestlers you could have gone with so yeah. many yeah. Now, we just had the movie out the Iron Claw you know, yeah. Claw right? yeah. that was my I mean, that was my grandfather's I used to love sure. used to come out there and, and you grab the hand what I mean I know you shared uh. it but like the Iron is it because he's he's iron he's you know he's, <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's, what's, what's the, the uh, affinity yeah um possibly one of the greatest heels of our generation of generation that I came in mm -hmm. to on uh, in wrestling. I was the guy who always liked the bad guys better than the he good was a guys. Bad guy. He was, he a was bad the guy. bad guy. There yeah. was nobody who got with the exception maybe of like Roddy Piper Roddy, who Roddy, ever Roddy. got the and and let's bear in mind Piper switched over to a face probably by you know the good guy yeah. and say probably by the late 80s. Mm -hmm. She never was a good guy ever yeah. never he was always one of the bad dudes he was always the heel as they call him but he was also paired up with Nikolai Volkov and uh, yeah it was interesting because right. the guy who played Volkov uh -huh. wasn't even Russian wasn't <laughs> right Russian, but the Iron Sheik yeah. was well, Iranian now I know his son yes, yes. through all of this I met Volkov's son as oh, well oh really Wow. Just a phenomenal guy too, who's also in the business, I love but these as a manager. Brushes with that's yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, and so he was just so charismatic. He was funny. Um, there, when when he did promos or interviews, mm -hmm. there was always you know you, you took the guy seriously because if you knew anything about him, he was the uh, bodyguard to um, to the uh, to not the Shah. Um, yeah, the Shah. The Shah? He yeah. was the bodyguard yeah. to the Shah yeah. Yeah. of Iran. And so the guy was no joke. I mean, he coached uh, Olympic teams. He was uh, he was a credible, real threat. Like, the guy could hurt you if he wanted to. And um, But there was just something so charismatic about him. And building up on, like, the Cold War angst, you know, in America in mm -hmm. the 80s, this guy just, like, they had to protect him going to and from the ring. You know, people would try to stab him from the side. It was bad. So, you know, it was, he got, he, 
he knew how to get heat. He knew how to create it. And he worked an audience like nobody. So, mm -hmm. you know, always one of my favorites. Great way yeah. to spend yeah. a living, too. Well, yeah. so if I understand correctly, uh, you you have a child, you grow up, have a child, you're yeah. involved with uh, collecting dolls and princesses and, uh, <laughs> and and things like that. You get her involved with music. Yeah. Um, and you yourself uh, get her to college and you go yeah. into, like any normal adult does when they are um, uh, have... No eagles, no in, in the in the nest anymore. Uh, you go into cosplay, and that's what we can look forward to as our as we get older into our our elder years. I, I'd suggest starting out slowly before the child goes away. Yeah. To as I said I would do it is about ten years, but now just opportunity to do it more since I don't have the the kid around as often. So, do you have any upcoming appearances we should be aware of? Um, so we are likely going to be at the uh, Brooklyn Comic Con. Wow. Which will be in, um, I want to say it's uh, it's uh, May of this year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, but you can go online, brooklyncomiccon.com, and uh, a bunch of us who do, um, sort of the core members of that group, World Wrestling Cosplayers on Instagram, by the way. World Wrestling Cosplayers. World Wrestling, so that's okay. WWE. So you, you have your own, and then there's the group. Yes. So you have your own kind of DC Marvel group of people. We have our own out. group, yeah. Yes. And yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll try to post information there, but you can also check at Brooklyn Comic Con. Uh, my, my buddy Mike Ramonde, who is um, the Dusty Rhodes cosplayer, uh -huh. who is, I mean, was literally invited into the ring on television by Dusty's son, uh, a couple of uh, about a year ago, you know, it, to honor Dusty Rhodes, who had passed, you know, several years ago. I mean, he's just he's amazing. <laughs> and he's got the voice and the look down the costume down. They they the family loves him. WWE loves him. So it's the more he's going to tell you, I, yeah, his, his your journey, you know, it's not very linear, right? I'm going to look at someone's beach tags yeah. at the beach. You're, you're going all out, going to Comic-Con, dressing up. I, I yeah. tell you, I loved WWE growing up. Yeah. Like Saturday, oh, ever, Saturday yeah. mornings, I'd watch, watch my, my grandfather. Yeah. But I'd yep. get the action figures. Yeah. I had them all. That was the extent of I my, had them all, too. Yeah, yeah, LJN, right? Oh, my God. Like rubber figures. Yeah. And, and afterwards, and I always go back and talk to the one guy with the mustache. Mean Gene. Mean Gene. I have favorite because he announced And I have a buddy who does Mean Gene as part of this group and it's amazing interview these guys and every now and then he get picked on and, and... I, I will tell you that with the with the group of characters that we have and then it really took off when we brought me and Jean in last uh last uh comic-con in october grown men who came up in tears uh -huh. just like <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Like he, I mean, my buddy who does Gene is like a stickler for accuracy. Yeah. And he, I the swear to God, looked everything. like a piece of the actual Mean Gene fell off and grew into a new Mean Gene, <laughs> and just is. He has a voice for it too. Uh, he's getting there on yeah. the voice, but he, but he had the cadence down and he memorized. And it's an old kind from, of mic, it's like a long stick with, and everything. With the, yeah. like he went with yeah. the yeah. full on mic yeah. with the stickers going around, the WWF yeah. stickers going yeah. around. It's a and he had tall though for a mean pocket gene. square. Yeah, nothing well, we could do about that. Right. But, yeah. I was gonna say I'd make a good mean gene, but I have too much hair and I'm too tall. You're, you have no mustache. Well, that's. <laughs> And his seventy that's stash. The, that's, that's the least of my issues. No, but it's a, it was like a real hardcore stash. Nothing yeah. in the middle. It was like a legit. I remember him. Yeah, I feel like we can turn you into a giant Gonzalez. We can make that yeah. happen. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, if we ever come back for a reunion show, <laughs> yeah, we'll ignore that completely. <laughs> so, Chris, this has yeah. been a joy. It's always a joy oh, having God, you on. It's always wonderful being um, here. You know, last five years, you know, you sort of typify. I think you've been on at least twice. 
Maybe more. Every every year oh, that yeah, we've done yeah, this. So say, at least yeah. once a season uh, with our specials, with the Dad Geeks, and of course you were on as our, our OG, our, as our original guest. If you recall, mm-hmm. first episode you were on, we asked you for something called Dadvice. Mm-hmm. Advice for dads. And I think you said something about... Yeah, let your kids run with whatever the hell they want to do. Something, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, many dads followed suit. So that's mm-hmm. probably one of the most common forms of dad, dad advice, and it's great dad advice. Mm-hmm. If you had to, you know, revise your dad advice five mm-hmm. years later, would you, and what would that dad advice be? So revise, no, but give a different perspective from where I sit now, yes. Um one of the hardest things I've had to do as a father is learn how to step back. Hmm. Um, you know, like I said, one of the great things that occurred in my kid's evolution was this insane independence. And I say insane in a good way. Like, I mean, just she takes care of herself. She doesn't need me to check and see how homework is going, what grades are looking like. You know, of course, I want to know these things, but I don't harp on her i don't you know hang over her shoulder from 200 miles away because it still can do that uh i i have sort of learned to embrace faith and that everything is going to be okay and if you've done your job and you know whether you've done your job or not every dad knows that um then you can sort of confidently step back Mm -hmm. and assume the role of advisor as opposed to you know, the, the draconian overlord and making sure everything is done and done well. Um, but you can you can sort of watch them fly. And there is nothing, nothing better than sitting back and watching that happen in front of you. It's a real gift. Wow. Chris Diaz, just as good as the first episode, my friend. <laughs> is that better? Yeah. Did you, enjoy, you, did you enjoy being on Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to go home and shed several tears uh, <laughs> yeah. over the fact that as many as this, we is are. The, uh, this is the... Uh, Supposed swan song, but I have uh, we'll, we'll sneaking well, suspicion. A feeling, I have a feeling when the boys comes yeah. back, we're gonna we'll have figure, to bring everybody we'll back. We need to do it. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just we not gonna to be it. as regular, which yeah. is right. how some people. Okay, which pretty much I am now because I need, I need a lot of fiber. I was yeah, say, I was gonna say. Once you hit fifty, you're almost there. I'm telling you, it's all about fiber. Chris Diaz, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. So we're working on the handshake. Thank you, brother. Another five years. You get it right. Shoulder tap. Yeah. And again, it's at Camel Clutch. Cosplay, cosplay on instagram check on instagram. it out awesome yeah we are bad to the dad download us wherever you find podcasts We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We also want to thank our other sponsor, and that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team. They are the top 1% realtors in the North Jersey counties of Essex, Morris, and Union. Why Essex, Morris, and Union? Well, the schools are just amazing. The parks are great. Entertainment is really good. And you're on the, the train and bus lines to New York City. Idan Karen of the Stan K team. Why go with him? Because he lives here too. And he knows about all the great properties, all the great neighborhoods. He will customize a housing solution for you. Uh, he lives here too. So check out Idan Karen of the Stan K team. You can find him on Instagram at idan.realtor. That's I-D-A-N dot Realtor. Again, at Idan Realtor on Instagram. Coach. Adam D here. 
final throws of this, this wonderful series that we put together. It's It's been a joy and an honor working on this project. You know, we keep saying year over year, we never knew where this thing was going to go. We thought maybe we'd do six episodes, see who listened. And our, first, our first season was like 23 episodes. 23 episodes. <laughs> the next, we, and we did like, you know, yeah. 13, yes. 20, you know. It, it's amazing. And that's really what got us up to, I know, you know, bro. close to 140 episodes. Yeah. Um, you know, unreal. Uh, you know, we really thought that only our friends and family in the surrounding towns were going to listen. And next thing you know, you're sending me all of this data from the podcast server. Yes. That says we've got listeners in India, uh-huh. in Luxembourg, Luxembourg, in Belgium, in South places. America. Yes. So um, we have a surprisingly strong following. I think over 100,000 yes. listen, independent more listeners. Now. Yeah. Even more than that. So, um, that, that are not related or connected to us in not any that way, we know of. Not that we know of. Yeah. Some of yeah. we might have fathered through in vitro when I was in college. Paternity but no one, tests are pending. But it's uh, none that we know for sure. We nothing through 23andMe. Yeah. So listen, um, you know, before we take it home, whether you were in Indiana or India, mm-hmm. whether you were in Livingston or Luxembourg. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Any other? Uh, Madrid or in Mexico. Mm-hmm. The list goes on <laughs> with go that on. geographic alliteration. Shall we so say? wherever you might in have Denver been. In Denver or in Dallas. Den- <laughs> <laughs> in Washington State or in Washington, D.C. <laughs> we are so grateful that you tuned in and were patient with us. You know, season number 10. It was like the Bataan Death March. Well, it, it did take some time, which is... We started Labor Day? Yeah. It's almost it's, March. It is, it is, it is, uh, it is post. It's, it's after Groundhog's Day. <laughs> well, you said by March we'll yes. get it done. And you did. And yes, it'll, it'll, it's, it's done by March. So it's, uh, it's, it's good because I'm busy. It's good because you're busy. It's sad because of, uh, um, of all the things we talked about. Yeah. And we've had the chance to talk about our kids and co- talk about dads and... Talk about tons of dads and so many different things. So, um, and those last five years, when you think about us as dads and what our kids have done over those five years, what they went through with the pandemic, oh, no, yeah, the, the body changes they've gone through, yes. the college decision making yes. process, it's just their remarkable. high school years. And we've seen pictures of our kids five years ago. They were like so tiny and so little. I mean, duck dads. Remember we did remember duck, duck dads. dads. That was yep. our. First episode of season yeah, two, absolutely. we brought them on to talk, yep. and they were yep. they were little pipsqueaks. They're they're little itty bitty somethings now, and now they're like grown people. Yeah, young they're adults. People. So so this has been kind of a tap time capsule for us, as much as it has been a time capsule for everything that's gone on in in society. And, and the good in thing is that these these are on for perpetuity. It's being you know I'll pay whatever it is for the whatever it is yeah. we're going to pay it, and the website's going to be up and. All 140 episodes are going to be there for our, uh, and anybody can listen to them anytime. So stay tuned to Instagram because we'll probably be doing a retrospect of, again, some of those ep- episodes. You're going to see random call outs from episodes uh, from long ago. And, you know, I, I told you, I think uh, it was about six months ago, seven months ago, I listened to our first like three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way in our format, mm-hmm. in our comfort, the way we interview people, the way we interact with yep. one another. And, you know, I we, we talk about this not just to talk about ourselves, but a lot of folks have asked us, what's it like doing a podcast? Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I tell people, you know, if you're going to do it, those first few episodes, just gotta get don't, through it. don't worry if they're crap. You just got to get through put, them. Just do something. Do put it something. out there. And just do something and eventually you'll kind of figure it out and you'll change it and adapt it. 
and that's what we did. We we had a system. We didn't really have a system. We did, and then we got you into know, that groove. You know, we got in the groove, and then, you know, I remember, uh, are you the kind of dad, right? Yeah. That, that was like oh, was so smart. That was so genius. Why did I think of that? But I didn't have to think about it because I had you. Well, listen, you put it all together, you know, and I'm grateful for that. And you know, Coach, uh, when we used to interview guests regularly, which is pretty much every season except yeah. season ten, season ten, where we yeah. had like two, three guests, yeah, but. You know, in those first nine episodes, when we interviewed dads, we would ask them for dad advice. Dad advice. And that's how we took the interview home. Yes. Advice for dads. Yes. Um, it could have pertained to their hobby, mm -hmm. their job, what they came on to talk about, or it could just be general dad yeah. advice. Now, there are two dads who have not really provided dad advice. And I know, and, and, the, and the pressure's building. I just feel like, you know, how could we possibly, this is how I'm thinking, possibly top 140, you know, incredible comments about dad vice and you're yeah. so eloquent and creative and, and, and clever uh you know how do you come this up is what i'm gonna miss vice? too you yeah. you blowing smoke up my patoot. i love i love blowing smoke yeah. up your patoot because yeah. you know it doesn't cost anything you're a patoot smoker so it's, it's fun yeah it's fun. but um, i think that the most common ones we've got are spend as much time as you can definitely. because the time goes by definitely. Um, let your kids run with whatever they want to do. Yeah. Support them, even though it, it may be an yeah. activity that you're not familiar with. Yeah. I think those were the top two. Now, listen, I just the, the the only thing I keep thinking about because you know I've uh, I'm a dad four times over. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I had the the first round and the second round, um, and it's just it's just loving them in the moment, um, and just just constant. Um, I look at Michaela. And I'm like, I'm like, I know that six months, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's all I got left. And yes, we'll be close and we'll see her, but... Until she moves back in after college. Yeah, but even then, it's not the same. All right, you're right. It's not, yeah. it's not, she's a different person. Uh, it's not the same. And I saw that with, with Jess and Alex and I, and, and then Bree's going to code. It's just like, life is this, this journey. Um, and we're there to them, to help cradle them, to help guide them and love them and just... God, just God willing that they just somehow figure out what to do and let them go. It's like, I feel like a mother hen or mother bird, right? Just kind of saying, all right, just going to just gonna jump out the nest. Just going to, I swear you're going to fly, right? So is this your dad vice or is this just you just, it's reflecting? Just, it's just me reflecting on this whole concept of what it means to be. I don't think there's any right advice. There's nothing that yeah. you can say that uh, means anything about being dad because it's just, honestly, it's like trial by error. And it doesn't matter how many times you've done it. Because each kid is different. So thank you for thinking out loud yeah. and taking the easy way out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't say I disagree <clears throat> with any of the dad advice we've heard in the past. Mm -hmm. um, but as I was, and we had a lot of time between episodes yeah, to think about this. A couple weeks. You know, the, the, the one thing that kept, I kept coming back to is this. You know, if you get the opportunity... Do something a little unusual yeah, yeah. and have your kids be a part of it. Have your kids observe you doing it and have your kids enjoy it. Now, now we sell advertising on this podcast, Yes, but we're not making a ton of money off this. And I don't think we're making any money. I think every dollar we made has been reinvested yes, for you know, no, services we're, we're and other definitely, things. And I'll be continue Schwag. to be, be in the red. Yeah. But it's, the red is perfect for but that's, me. But that wasn't the point. No. I think it was, the point was... You know, do something that gives you joy mm -hmm. so your kids can see that there are outlets there that could give them joy. So when they see, you know, two grown men yeah. who have other jobs 
and, and do this, but commit to it. And have fun together just being these two dads and having something common. But have a right. concept and yeah. keep it organized and, and, and try to create a following. I know that that's very unique to what we're doing, but you know, every dad has their thing. So, hey, dad, if you're into cars, go to car shows and yeah. you know be be the celebrity at the car shows. If you're into, oh, I want to know cosplay. Cosplay and uh... be the best damn cosplayer, Iron Chic. <laughs> and bring Nick your daughter Foley with the, you. And bring your daughter with you and have her dress up. You know, make it. You know, I, I love how our our kids love being part of the narrative. Why? Well, that's also we're dead. talking about these ideas about memories. I I I hope you know what we've been to our kids is that as we grow and whether we are going back to OBX, that we are together and our kids start making fun of us and we're a couple old Jewish guys just kind of sitting yeah. with their pants up. What are we, what are we now? We're, we're like just still middle-aged? Can I still be middle-aged? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll be like in our... Uh, I'm hitting 50 next uh, yeah, week. Yeah, I know so. you're hitting 50. I'm, I'm well past that. But, you know, like we're in our 70s. You know, I'll be uh -huh. 70, you'll be 70, I'll be 75. and yeah. We're a little bit slower around and our, our pants are a bit above our belly and we're walking and we got a little bit of a, a little bit of more creak in our knee and, you know. <laughs> We're kind of oh, just paid a off bit. a wedding by you know, then, probably. Yeah, definitely. You can imagine, uh, you know, a couple old Jewish guys in a locker room, yeah, right? Why not? Yeah, just kind of how he's, you know, you just got that, that stereotype person, and uh, our kids can come back and talk about how goofy and the things we did and the things we said, and and maybe we'll listen to yes, old episodes when we were back. a little younger. Who knows? Who knows what our kids can do? But they they will have these memories of us, mm -hmm. of the things that we did, the stories we did, Cards Against Humanity, oh, you know, <laughs> great stuff, you know, and so those memories that we have that. Uh, our kids will forever have, and for us, has been sharing that with the Chandlers, um, side by side, and uh, we we love the Chandlers dearly. Um, every one of you, um, Phyllis and Alan, and to uh, to Michelle, and of course Perry and Aiden yep. and Adam D. Uh, we love the Chandlers, and so it's kind of like this big family. Uh, yeah, well, we, we've got we got we went tubing. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, Down to yeah. Well, that was a great story. That was a special. That was a, that a special, special and a torn, yeah. uh, torn rotator cuff, yeah. Yeah. and surgery on the shoulder, uh, which I still feel slightly guilty and yeah, that was all you. For. That was all you, Coach. No, no. Listen, it was a survival. It was a survival <laughs> and, trip. And, Aiden, and we're going down the river, and he's like, "All right, I'm done with this. I'm just done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done." Or like, "Where do you think you're going? Where, where are you going? We're in the middle of a river." Interact. <laughs> Perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, those memories. So you know, we we feel the same way. And, yeah. You know, I think uh, because of we've the, got hundreds of them, Adam. Just yeah. Yeah. No, because of the friendship that, yeah. that our families had, that's what kind of glued us to this idea. And of course, yeah. I remember when we said, "Let's do a podcast." Yeah. And for years, we said, "All right, do what do you podcast. want to do about it?" Let's I have no idea. Podcast. And then we put it to bed, we and then we it. said, "Let's just make it about dads." Two thousand nineteen. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We did. And look at us, Adam D. Listen, uh, Coach, this has been so much fun. Thank Looking you. forward to Likewise. other great memories that may not be in the podcast sphere, but we might do something else. And again, listeners, stay tuned for information about specials, mm -hmm. dad geeks, and maybe other things that come up, reunions, things of that nature. We're, we're done, but we're not done. Leaving the door open a crack. There's no fork in me yet. Not, not quite. We haven't changed the locks. No. And the light will always be on. Keep your receipts. <laughs> And other cliches that you'd say when you're ending a podcast. So as I always so, say, yes. listeners, dads, thanks so much. Really appreciate you being part of... I'm not actually choked up. Well, I was going to say you just no, choked no, up No, actually, I choked... You gave me some bourbon. I choked on it in the back of my throat. I'm not... I'm, well, you had I'm not like, crying. You're crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. That's just, you just took your finger <laughs> in my eye. <laughs> thanks for being a part of this. And... 
I can't say have a great week because we're going to be back next week. Have a great forever. Have a great forever, and we'll see you at the next special. We're bad to the dead. Thank <laughs> you.